0: Hi, Kate. For the first time in forever, there'll be music, there'll be light. I'm going, I have black teeth. Why didn't you tell me?
1: <laughs> uh,
0: it, now's a good time for Invisaligns, right? Mm-hmm. I cut my own bangs.
2: Oh, wow. That's impressive. I That's don't know. That's why they
0: look terrible. <laughs>
2: I don't know what I'm about to do with this hair right now. I was talking to my brother on the phone um, or on FaceTime last night and somehow he got the like perfectly straight like Nordic hair and like it it definitely hasn't had a haircut in a while, but his hair looks great. And I've got these like straggly curls that are like hard to control. I was just like, fuck you.
0: (laughs) I love the curls. This is what I would do. I would... hold it and put some sea salt and I would tease down and I would create just, just go big, go big, <laughs> save half and go
2: huge. Well, it already is sort of, cause it was, it was shorter on the yeah. left side than it was. So it's, it's just hard to
0: tease it, control. Tease it straight to Jesus.
2: <laughs> Welcome to care tips <Haircuts> by Ryan. <laughs> um,
0: I cut my dear friend's hair. A week ago or so and uh I did not do a bad job. If you're listening, Claire, (laughs) that might be the haircut I'm most proud of ever. Fair. Fair. But to be fair, Claire has got that kind of hair that like it's just never ending. It's like it 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 requires like it's the kind of thing that like you put the hair elastic around it once and it holds. (laughs) Like it's that thick. It's it's very forgiving. (laughs) Um, mm-hmm. anyway it's enough about Claire's <laughs> hair but by the way check out Claire Moore. it's called Plants and Provisions she's uh, I'm really excited about her new um, project it's not a new project she's been doing it forever but she just finally is putting more stuff online uh, she's a local uh, culinary genius and herbalist and yoga teacher but uh, she's got some products going online follow her on Instagram Plants and Provisions um, and I honestly wouldn't push that if I didn't Actually, she's one of those people. I'm like, put it online so I can f- and buy it. And she's like, Fine. <laughs> um, hey, hey, what what you doing there, Frankie? Yes, we nice. have a
2: we have a guest guest host today.
0: <laughs> we do. We have a guest host. Her name is Frankie Finan,
2: <laughs> and
0: she's congested. We're wondering if we have the Rona. Oh no! But, um. How's everybody out there doing? I wish we could oh my God, next week
2: is it next week? Yes, yeah, so this will this will go live on Sunday. So that means that a week from Saturday is that right? How do calendars work?
0: <laughs> I don't know, but we have a live event that is happening. On the, on the internet on the 18th. And if you're an unrolled listener and you want to join us live and interrupt us to actually have a conversation, <laughs> that's what's basically going to happen. It's basically yes. what?
1: 100%. A hundred percent.
0: Zoom call. It'll be a capped number of people. And it's going to be an open, larger conversation um,
1: yes.
0: where you can just actually join us because I got some feedback the other day and. Um, so grateful for it i got an email that was like you know so many times i want to press the upper right corner of the button of my screen and just talk back to you guys um and now's your time to do that
2: yes yes it is
0: so down under yoga it's it's on, i think it's under events down under unites
2: yes um i'll put the link in the in the show notes and we'll blast it out on our various instagram feeds
0: yes so now's the time um, to troll us
2: Indeed. Um, I will also probably put up something where if you have like specific topics and questions, um, we'll maybe put that out there a couple of different ways, just, just to see if there's some general topics you want us to tackle in this, um, live.
0: Format.
2: Format. Um, So So how
0: are, so how are, how are, how are things? How are you doing over there?
2: The many stages of quarantine emotionally, intellectually, (laughs) physically is, is just fucking fascinating. Um, I had a new one yesterday that I hadn't had before. Um, I had the, um, uh, completely unable to focus on anything. Yep. yep. Um like not like I couldn't even like put on like a TV show to zone out to. Like I couldn't even focus on that. Like um yeah, uh-huh. Uh that was a fun one that I hadn't experienced. Before that, I was experiencing more of the um an oscillation between the can't get out of bed and the um uh, what uh, one of Fez's uh, friends who's a therapist coined um, the manic defense where you just sort of like you're just finding things and projects and and shit to do to just distract you from the, <laughs> yeah, the fire or, ant phase yes um, uh, are there other distinct phases no um, I want
0: to unpack the one you were just talking about because that one's been really interesting to me the manic no, the uh,
2: unable to focus.
0: Yeah, I, that's been a big one. A dear friend of mine asked what I'm reading, and I was like, uh, I can't. Yeah. I was like, I can't read and I can't write. And even television shows that I used to find solace in as like just background noise, I'm having trouble with those too. And I, you know, I was talking to my therapist, and she's like, well, everybody's nervous system is very different right now is responding yeah. differently. So what used to be, it requires more now to entertain. Yeah. Because if you're already sort of up at a pitch and the news is like enough of a, yeah, then like your distractions have to be up at a different pitch too. Yes. Um, so I am just finding it like I, that is why I'm really noticing how drawn to the news I am And it's because it's the only stimulus that is like juiced up enough to like meet my nervous system.
1: You know, like what's
0: more juiced up than the fucking truth that's happening right now? Yeah. Nothing. So if we think of it as in terms of like the, you know, nervous system variant, variable. Yes. uh, No fiction can trump this. Unless Um, I want to put on like, you know, a reality series about like how we took 300 babies and put them in a basement (laughs) somewhere in like Connecticut in the eighties and like various things that happened to the babies in the basement. Like something would have to be so terrible
2: that, yeah, that it caught captured your, or, or met the fever pitch of your,
0: (laughs) yeah. Um. Um, Okay. So yes, I totally agree with you on that one. Like I just, my reading, I've been able to like read a poem every now and again, which I actually brought one to read during Unrolled today. It's from Galway Cannell's book, When One Has Lived a Long Time Alone.
2: Okay. Well, maybe we'll go, we'll, we'll go out on that, on that poem. Yeah,
0: it's a doozy. (laughs) Um, And... I haven't had the manic thing yet though. I feel like I could really use that. It would help me do some dishes.
2: <laughs> it's it's not necessary. At first it feels really pleasant cuz you're like, "Oh my god, I'm getting all this. and then it's like it, it, I you've well, at least I very quickly realized that this is a neurotic response. This is not <laughs> this is not like, "Oh, let's do some things around the house and and <laughs> take care of shit." It, this is like this is the distraction today is rearranging my room 12 times or, um, you know, uh, scrubbing the floors and, and, um, wiping down every surface a million times or, you know, uh, what was the other thing I did? Oh, I organized like a bunch of stuff on my computer, like just, anything that I could do to like be occupied. There was like a, there are, I continue to cycle into days of that sort of manic um, approach to dealing. and. Um...
0: Yeah, I, I get that one. I, I, I could use it. Yeah. I, I just feel like I um I'm going so hard in the other direction and it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for me and everyone but it feels so similar to when i was in like really depressive states like Uh it feels like ancient and terrifying yeah and i also reflect on how very difficult this can be for people in recovery yes um because oftentimes people that are in recovery, um, from a substance, you know, either have underlying trauma or, um, other comorbidities or whatever you want to call them. Like they've got other stuff that the, that the, the substance abuse was, was, um, was a a tool for self-management of that pain. And, um, right now is just a really vulnerable time for those people. And you know, I just want anybody that's listening that is in that space to know that you're not alone. And if you feel like things are reverting and even if you haven't like picked up a drug or a drink or whatever, but you still feel like in that space, you're not alone and this is totally normal and just be, you know, take it seriously, like reach out for help. There's meetings online, there's, Teletherapy. Um, if you need to have more sessions in a week, do it. Like whatever you need to do to stay sober, um, do it right now because this is a really, really high pitch time for people in yeah in recovery and people with mental health stuff. Like, turn up the volume on your self care, and again, give yourself more and more and more slack. Yeah. All you have to do, like the only, like the thing that's keeping me alive right now, and I know this sounds so dramatic, I don't give a shit, because this is dramatic, like the only thing we have to do right now is, you know, stay, stay fed and, mm-hmm. and, and get in the shower. And um, if you have a kid, just, you know, keep the kid fed and clean and, and happy and like, just let go of whatever story you're telling yourself about what you're supposed to do at this time. Yeah. That's my PSA. I just had to get it off my chest. Because that's what I have to tell myself. I don't like. That's what I'm telling myself every day. Is like, yeah. hey, I'm waking up and I'm sober and I I got my baby fed and I'm fed, mm-hmm. and um, because this is hard. And if yeah. God forbid you had anything else going on in your life when this happened,
1: yeah.
2: I think it's also been interesting and this has been difficult to has kind of made it difficult to teach um, the asana classes is that the asana (laughs) is not the thing that's is not the thing that's I'm fine. Not the thing that I'm finding to be helpful beyond um, just like, Being able to, you know, having had enough experience to go, oh, my back doesn't feel so great today. Let me do a couple of things to address that. And then I get back to various meditative, reflective, and and, uh, sort of, for lack of a better word, prayer type practices that are helpful because they do... um, It's both this interesting thing of... uh, there the sort of more contemplative practices can i'm finding are are much more able to hold the the sort of roller coaster of emotional experience um than doing you know the the a sort of vigorous asana practice which i there's usually like one day out of the week where i'm feeling like that's appropriate does feel kind of like an a an escapist act Um, and so
1: I'm just trying to find, um,
2: and like the interesting thing is like, I am not actually like, I am not actually able to communicate some of those practices to people because it is not there i i just don't feel comfortable communicating some of those the practices that i that i've been doing there are people out there and and i can list like uh lama Rod and um uh lama Justin. i've put together this like month long practice um sort of quote unquote intensive through uh their sort of new community that they're trying to start around a sort of modern um, expression of, and uh, of uh, tantric um, Buddhism called Bhumi Sparsha. And so they're offering a lot of the practices that I've been finding, finding to be helpful um, and not putting any like precursor on it. Like you don't have to have sat like millions upon millions of hours of, of meditation to be, to be offered some of the practices that they're they're discussing over the course of the month. Um, but it's interesting because I had sort of already reached deep into the memory of my past experiences to pull some of those practices back out. And then I got a link from, from them. And it was like, Oh, (laughs) how interesting that (laughs) this, these are the practices that, that are being spotlit. Um, in this weird time um, are you going
0: to share a link
2: yeah i'll share i'll share a link it's just uh, dot org, but i realize the spelling of that is um not necessarily <laughs> uh uh distinguishable um but you if you go to lamarad.com um it will you can make your way through to that um so yeah. So I've been trying in, in terms of teaching to just offer more, um,
1: like even less uh, in the way of physical instruction and more
2: in the way of a sort of Just in, like to to come up with an interesting set of instructions that can be applied to a multitude of postures and to just try and repeat those instructions throughout the class so that it's less of a step by step and more, um, you know, the way that my teacher Tom often teaches is in this, you know, when you see it on paper, it looks like a step-by-step set of instructions. But my understanding is that they're more in the realm of like aphorism um, where it's not necessarily meant to be taken in this, like very distinctly your way, but just this like very well thought out set of reminders. Um, and uh, it's been interesting because uh, I do have a couple of classes where there isn't a class coming in to the, to the zoom, like right, right after me. Um, and so I'm able to like, I'm able to converse with the students a little bit without having at the end, without being worried about getting kicked out of the kicked out of the room. Um, and it it's funny. Cause with some of these classes, like as I'm talking into the void and looking at the like Brady Bunch screen, it's like my mind I'm like this isn't going well this is this I I bit off more than I can chew they're they're not understanding this this isn't and then I get to the end and I'm like please I know that was different than what we normally do just you know let me know how that felt what what worked what didn't work and um getting you know surprisingly good uh feedback from it, even though I am seeing the numbers, like, drop off as I continue to teach the class.
0: Right? Isn't that the... oh? (laughs) (laughs) That's weird.
2: Which totally could be people, like, popping it because I've gotten messages being, like, I just, like, I'm going to pop in and take as much of the class as I can until I get interrupted and then I hop off. So it could totally be...
0: No, it is that, that, but it's also people that are, like, now... Nope. No, and I don't mean that like specifically to you. I mean yeah, 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 things. Yeah. One is I've done that myself. I've been like, yeah. I really need to take class and I'm like 10 minutes in and I'm like, nope. Yeah. And then I've seen it happen in my class where I don't know, I was I like I think I was talking, I was doing like, you know, that sort of pseudo asana dharma talk where I got chatty and I was like, oh <laughs> <laughs> there,
2: there they, they go. go. <laughs>
1: Just
2: jump it off.
0: I was like, yeah, the number has adjusted. Um, <laughs> you know, and that is a really interesting to see thing to see live because people are empowered to leave in a way that's a lot easier. Yeah. Than um otherwise. Uh but I um I you know, I'm I've been working with this hip injury I've now had for going on three years almost three years and um you know i'm trying to do everything i can to avoid surgery yeah and you know i i can't do some of the stuff that i can normally do because a i don't have you know some of the childcare care i need to go to the physical therapy place because sure. you're not allowed to go in with other people anymore and i just yeah so, you know, I've I've put a pause on that and after I've I've noticed like I've been in a lot of pain and I was really trying to reflect on what's different, what's different. And then I was like, oh God. It's because I'm taking the classes that I'm yeah, teaching.
2: Yeah, there is an expectation of demonstration that is not not <sighs> present.
0: And it's not, this is not, I am going to very quickly need to find a new way and i just feel such pressure to like you know i make a point of like if i'm teaching a a heated flow of like not doing this you know if i you know not doing the some of it but i don't know and I, you know I teach a hard class, so I'm taking a hard class. <laughs> and then I think, well, this feels like a radical disruption of my practice versus my class. You know, this like brings into sharp, yeah, contrast. Like, okay, well, I can't teach a class that's called power and then share my actual share my actual class. Yeah, because <sighs> that would be really confusing for people yeah so i basically have been teaching forest for power fair which to me is like the healthiest thing i can do right now it's like okay Mm -hmm. well if this class is about generating heat we're just gonna we're gonna be we're gonna practice being in a shape
1: for a while
2: yeah um though the interesting thing about uh this just popped into my my mind um like the interesting thing about forest yoga well apart from the issues with the creatrix as it were um is that like i (laughs) remember very distinctly like what you're saying is is like there's there you are you are sustaining the posture for a significant amount of time um, mm-hmm. and there is a um, heat for lack of a better word that is uh um encouraged, but I remember. I may have talked about this on the podcast, but um, I remember a couple of summers ago, and, and I'm going to get all sad because there will be no P Town. Uh, um, I was in P Town, there was like just shitty yoga all around. And then I saw someone that I recognized from having come to forest workshops at Back Bay on a schedule somewhere teaching forest yoga. So I was like, okay, so I'll go there because at least I know like I'm not getting myself into like some ridiculous flow class. Um, and so I went, it was a lovely class, but halfway through I was just sort of minding my own business. And then I looked around and everyone is like struggling, like really like just that heat that I remembered. And then I'm just sort of sitting there like, Oh, like the drama, some of the drama is, is psychosomatic in that practice. Like it doesn't actually need to be heat building um, it, like that I don't actually think that that is inherent in the stylistic choices that are being made. I think there is some psychosomatic group drama that encourages an over efforting um, in in the class um,
0: well, okay, devil's advocate, I think that that could be totally true what you've yeah. just described. I also think when you're new to forest, it really is new for your body to be doing that for a long period of time. Sure. That, yes. And like now, I'm sorry, but you have the muscle memory of that. So if I went to a forest class now, I would have probably been like you. Like, oh, this isn't as, this isn't as dramatic because your body's yeah. like, oh, we're doing that thing. Yeah, I think so maybe what when you're we're seeing people struggle it could just be that they're like in that early part of a forest practice where yeah. it is like oh my god I've never had to hold dolphin and now I can like live in dolphin yeah which I don't know why that is dolphin used to be something that I'd go into and 30 seconds in I was like nope
2: yeah well I mean so I do you think, think
0: it's possible that it's just like you're strong I mean,
2: I mean I think that's that's part of it but it was it was very clear to me that you know the other part of it was that that Teacher wasn't like the language around the effort that is needed was different, um, and I think that's what um, it, it's really a conversation of effort. Because when you when you look at um, you know certainly with any practice any physical practice, there's going to be a muscle memory thing where it gets gets easier. But if you have this sort of mythology around how hard or easy it's supposed to be. Um you can get yourself into a uh sort of tangle um uh because i I do think part of the reason why you know this comes up all the time with with um you know we're ju- we're just told things about particular techniques or particular postures and and sometimes uh we do find that to be true in our experience and other times. it it goes unexamined like the most sort of famous one uh in my mind is uh ujjayi pranayama Mm. the breathing with sound um and i have found that there are four benefits to ujjayi pranayama in my experience one is that it just becomes it's just a focal point like you just, the sound becomes something to pay attention to. Um, Two is that uh, it does um, create some interesting spinal integration, a la Leslie Kamenoff often talks about this. Um, uh, Three is that it's helpful in elongating the breath because you're making the tube smaller so that the same amount of air can go through, but it's happening at a slower pace. And then finally, that it gives people, con- it, you're, it, it is a gateway into interoception because you're having to use more subtle muscular contraction in the throat to create that, that ujjayi sound. But whenever I say that to folks, they're like, but what about the fact that it's heating and I was like, if you experience it as heating, that's totally fine. But also notice that like, that's just, that's a story that we're told. And yeah, if you're doing ujjayi breath with five sun A's and five sun B's, like you're going to get, <laughs> you're going to get sweaty. But is that because of the ujjayi breath or is that because of the sun salutations or is that because the combination of the two?
0: I mean, I guess it could be considered subtly heating because there's more friction with the air. You have a smaller hole.
2: sure, I mean but in that sense there yes, in the the feeling maybe of the air in the back of the throat at maybe um, uh, but uh not in a like you know, I just think there's all all of these stories that get told about about practice and this this happens across like this happens across meditation, this happens across buddhist practice and and you know uh I think the more interesting thing especially in this time where um i actually do have more time to practice than i might normally have it's like you get to like one of the the great things is you get to be like oh i'm having a different experience with this technique or that technique or this pose or that pose and it you know you can you can start to inquire a little bit into what's actually helpful um in 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 a practice setting which like takes multiple decades in my mind to to have that have that exploration um of what what's helpful and and it's also you know an ever-changing um because our bodies age we go through different traumas we go through different experiences and um the the tools that are helpful when you are in your mid-20s are going to be different than the tools that are helpful at a different age
1: yeah i just
0: there's part of me that is really grateful for online teaching and getting to be creative and rethinking these modalities but i'm also just keenly aware of the quick this rush to maintain what is yes in a way that it's like, well, is what people need to take a vinyasa class at home.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my God. I like wear my heart on my sleeve. See we we have video up right now and like, I thought I had a neutral face and then I looked at myself (laughs) And I have like the exact opposite of a neutral face, um, yes. which is really enlightening for me because no wonder people are like, I, I, know, I know when you're upset from like 6,000 miles away, I'm like, what are you talking about? How do you know that? <laughs> and it's like, because I'm like, <laughs> like anyways, um, so I have no poker face is what I'm saying. I am grateful to be teaching and it feels good to move a little bit. It also feels terrible. There's part of me, and for me, it's difficult to suss out that part of me that wants to curl in and move less. Yeah. In terms of asana, not like in terms of exercise. Let me be clear. Um, my practice does not want to be fast right now. It does not want to be. I hot. Yeah. It it you know it wants to be slow and it slower than normal, and uh. I wonder how many people out there feel that way, and and I wonder how many teachers that are getting up and teaching a vinyasa flow ten times a week from their home, where they're taking way more of it than they ever did.
2: Yes, I wonder
0: how that's how that's turning up in their bodies, and I wonder. I,
2: how I am I am already seeing posts. Not and obviously people aren't being honest about like if they they're tweaking anything or or anything like that. But I'm already seeing the. Posts about the fatigue of doing all of these classes. Um, And. And I can tell when. Especially like newer folks come into the class. um, I can tell that there's confusion. When myself or Fez for the most part are just like. Sitting in front of the screen and talking. Like. I'll go over to the mat to like show the sort of basic frame of what I'm asking, especially if, if it's something out of the ordinary, like the other day I, 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 like I showed, what did I have to show? Oh, I had to show the like half frog with the belly bolster. Cause like that, that wasn't necessarily familiar to, to everybody in the room, but then I would just like get up off the mat and come back and watch and instruct. Um uh and like some of that is because I want to actually see what people are doing as I'm instructing, not to like correct or anything, but just to to like observe what what folks are finding in the in the pose, at least those people are on video. And then the other part of it is just like I already did my practice. Like, that's already in my body because I did it earlier. Um, And uh, I don't want to do it again. It's also, like, from a technology perspective, I kind of have to, like, I inadvertently start shouting when I'm demoing because the microphone is further away from me, even though it's a very powerful microphone and they would pro- they can probably hear me fine if I back up like two feet. <laughs> it's not like my room is some like expansive cave. <laughs> I, like, yeah. But but I find myself like almost like yelling because I'm like reminding myself to get to talk into <laughs> the microphone. So yeah, it's it's a weird new new realm uh interestingly enough you know what i had uh, last week i think we talked i just just uh occurred to me last week we talked i think about the the online teacher training and i stopped seeing those ads <laughs> especially for the studios around boston and i'm not claiming that we had anything to do with that but but <laughs> I stopped seeing those ads.
0: <laughs> what do you think? Maybe. maybe
2: I mean, te- technically, they can't. I mean, uh, I, unless Yoga Alliance has changed, like if they're claiming they're a Yoga Alliance, technically, that's not kosher with Yoga Alliance, a fully online training. Now they might be getting around it by saying like, it's the zoom call is, is live instruction is like, but yeah, yeah but yeah. So I, it's interesting. I just, I just noticed that those ads without clicking the like hide ad or anything like that, that those ads, uh, I did not receive as many of them this week. Um, Or any of them this week, actually.
0: I've just seen some from some big companies that are not local.
2: Oh, okay. That's speaking of big companies, that's the other thing. Did you see um Tim Kelleher who's been on the show, been a guest host before on Unrolled, um and owns Boston Yoga Union um posted a a thing um just like an Instagram story talking about the issue with these bigger companies now coming to market with all of their online streaming and online stuff for free. Oh. And, um, and I do think that that's, that's a, that's an issue. And and I just encourage anyone out there listening, like, if you're really strapped for cash, but you want to practice, like, just reach out to a local studio, even if it's not directly local to you, just, like, reach out to an independent studio or an independent teacher and say, hey, I can't afford this. Is there any way that either for a reduced rate or, you know what have you that, uh, I could take advantage of some of your offerings. And I'm sure that studios will, will work with you to get that, especially if, if you're really wanting to practice with the, with that studio, with those teachers, et cetera, et cetera, instead of going to like, you know, a big company or a free YouTube site or, a, um, cause let's be clear, like, I think it's great that we're getting all that. There are going to be all of these online, and that all of these teachers are going to be technologically um, uh, fluent by the end of this, you know, twelve to eighteen month nightmare that we're living through. But um, I, we, we got to have physical spaces at the end of this. And if, if we're just doing, um, if we're just taking advantage of what's free. Um,
0: yeah, I don't know what Yelga Works was thinking.
2: Yeah, it was. I think that was, was and
0: you know, I think, you know, I, they're going to change that really quick. I think that they didn't do that I think that was not a thoughtful choice. no they did not do that strategically. They just panicked and threw everything up for free on YouTube. I think that's what yoga works did yeah um and i don't you know I know that they're paying their teachers yeah, so that that's good
2: well, but, if um, they didn't i mean they're <laughs> they're like
0: well, they didn't like make the teachers teach, and then say, "Oh, you can say it's good exposure."
2: Uh, sure, but they would have been. I mean, they're already in enough labor trouble as it is. <laughs> like, they they didn't want every every um, every market becoming unionized at the end of all of this which I, I bet for them will, will actually be the case um, uh, that unions will start to pop up for, for yoga teachers, especially for all the big chain um, at the end of this. Cause there's some really questionable there's like, and I'm not a lawyer. I don't understand labor law, um, especially the weird labor laws that don't, that are like different in a state versus federal. Um, but there's something i don't know there's something questionable to me about all of all of us regardless of what studio we work for recording on our own equipment in our own home like and it's just it, it there's something there there's something odd about that like it just just doesn't feel like a clear agreement because it wasn't the agreement that any of us had when we signed on to work for any yoga studio that we work for
0: no and then this is what what and this is what happens when um you know something really unexpected comes along and everybody's yep. sort of figuring things out on the fly and uh you know that goes for the companies, but also the yoga teachers, like I'm trying to cut slack to myself for maybe, um, I'm trying to cut slack for myself and my teaching and for other people's teaching right now, because while I am through a critical lens, able to step back and say, Hey, I don't, I don't know that it's healthy for teachers to teach, you know, 10, flow vinyasa whatever classes a week where they're taking what they're teaching yeah i don't know that that's healthy for the students i don't know if that's healthy for the teachers i don't know if that's healthy if that's just perpetuating some of the patterns of um i unbalance and um sort of exercise achievement and value and, and sort of aesthetics of yoga i think i think we are doing some of that work You know, but at the same time, uh, I think I am guessing that there are yoga teachers out there that normally teach a vinyasa class that are because they're practicing what they teach are now slowing it down and maybe doing a little less and maybe Maybe. feeling guilty about it. Maybe.
2: Um Let us know.
0: Let us know if you are. I I bet you are. You you guys text us, (laughs) email us, you know. Um I think it's also important to acknowledge that everybody's experience of this is so different. Yeah. You know, if you're, you know, some of us some people out there, yoga teachers, yoga practitioners are, are sitting there, uh, you know, with resources and yeah. doesn't, you know, they still can have a hard time. We still shut indoors and you know, there's some people that are in the the middle of losing their jobs and afraid about being able to pay rent or buy what they need to buy and some people are stuck in homes in abusive relationships and some people are all alone and feel disconnected and you know a lot of people were in the middle of something rough mourning something else transitioning something else and then this hit and there's a compounded uh, there's compounded sort of discomfort and suffering happening, and um mm-hmm. you know not everybody just remember like if this if it sounds hyperbolic, some of the things we've been saying it's because not everybody is experiencing this the same way, some people yeah. got rocked a lot harder, and uh <sighs> I don't know i I've also been trying to with what money i I have to buy things, which currently is. <laughs> mm-hmm. basically non-existent. You know, I think it's it's important to give money to the yoga teachers and fitness and movement professionals and meditation people that are from uh overly impacted communities, disparately yeah. impacted communities. So like uh I I yeah, think I it's also Louisiana 70% of the Oh day,
2: yeah, so. yeah. You know, and Well, I was just going to say, I think one of the things that um, that's a little bit of a. um, I don't want to like struggle feels like too much of a word, but it's the only thing that's coming to mind. I think the, the thing that makes me so conflicted about the asana teaching is that it doesn't, or or it's not that it can't, but the expectation is that you are leaving the real... Well, maybe this is the maybe this is a false expectation, but but it's the expectation I feel every time I step into the Austin room that that you're you're leaving the real like emotional struggle that people are having. You're leaving the real in, sort of mental struggle that people are having. You're leaving the real sort of spiritual struggle that people are having at the door, and because there is ample amount of time each week that I spend just kind of like mid-practice just like sobbing or like wanting to like scream (laughs) Um, uh, it's just like and, and you know I think part of this is the expectation part of it is like this weird like to be vulnerable on the on the zoom call with you know twenty plus people on it where they're not feeding back at you anything is is maybe there's a little bit of a barrier there too um uh, but in my mind, all of those things have to be part of the yoga practice, and I just worry we're veering into escapism with asana and like maybe there's nothing wrong with that but but the brilliant part of yoga practice is that it can it's not a solve. It's not a fix for all of those things, but it, but it, you, it can hold all of those experiences. Um, whether you're sitting in a meditative posture or whether you're in triangle pose or whether you're in child's pose or, you know, whatever. Um, and being able to sit with those really like sort of those waves and upheavals of of emotional shit every day is the only thing that's getting me through so when I feel like when I like get up and go okay turn your left foot out turn, turn your right foot in and let's come down into triangle pose it's like the thing is, is like yes, that's really valuable. I mean, it really is. Like doing triangle pose has been helpful, <laughs> but n- not. It's only one one dimension of it.
0: Lay down, feel your breath, and smash the patriarchy. <laughs> and half moon. <laughs>
2: That might be too long of a title, Breathe. but I but I wish it could be <laughs> Lay Breathe. Down, Fill Your Breath, Smash the Patriarchy. Half Moon. <laughs> Half moon. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> yeah. Um I may have brought that that to a crashing halt but
0: no it's it's really true and and that's why i find i find myself like when i'm teaching like i you know my sequence is half the length it it normally is we're doing zero fancy things and i find myself just being like look no one's okay and that's okay yeah hey guys and my face is this close to the camera guys
2: (laughs) (laughs) Blair Witch Yoga. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Literally, I have yeah, masterpiece theater Major's Blair Witch yoga project. Um, there is. I think I
2: feel like right before your class, we need to get Laura Linney to record a. Hi, I'm Laura Linney, and this is Down Under Yoga.
0: <laughs> I.
1: Yeah. I just,
0: I don't understand. And it's, you know, the other side, but let's be positive for a second. This is weird. This is a weird time to be alive. Yeah. It's kind of cool. We're in the middle of history. Hey, you know what we don't do? We don't smash windows. Okay. <laughs> we, don't sma- we don't smash our windows.
2: Thank you. Okay. That's the title. We don't smash witness. <laughs> A comma.
0: Um We're in the middle of history. Should we all go to law school?
2: Maybe. No, I think I think holding the the, the truth that this is fucked up and and scary and and difficult at the same time as knowing that there is the possibility of
1: change um,
2: is uh, is difficult um, especially when that change is only going to be visible after a heck of a lot of
1: death.
0: I know. Um, I have some friends who locally have been doing the drive-through testing
2: in Rhode Island. Have been administering the drive-through testing or have 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 gone and gotten tested
0: okay yeah and um you know they have signs everywhere that are like no cameras and um yeah you know and it's it's the stuff of movies just a bunch of people in full ppes and tents outside you know and driving through and i think the field hospitals all of it it's interesting because the numbers seem to be dropping in some ways but um yeah i don't know well bernie john prine that's all yeah we lost john prine yeah that's a huge fucking loss don't we're not ending on we lost john prine <laughs> oh um let's let's uh Let's plug my new weird class, shall we? What are you doing Wednesday nights at 9 p.m.?
2: What, nothing. What am I'll I doing? I'll tell you what
0: you're doing. You're curling up in bed with me.
2: <laughs> What's this That's class right. you're doing?
0: I'm teaching a class called Sleep Soundly Yoga Nidra.
2: At the Down Unders?
0: 9 p.m. Uh, we're going to do just a little bit of yoga, mostly in bed. You can do the yoga in bed. Great. And, um, Fabulous. Yep. And then uh, it's going to be long yoga nidra into shavasana, where you can just shut your laptop or turn me off and go to bed. Fabulous. Turn me off, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It should just be called going to bed with Kate. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Snuggle in.
0: The sounds of my sweet, melodious voice will rock you into a nourishing slumber. Get the rest you so desperately need with Yoga Nidra healing divine arts. Nothing puts me more... Eddies, then the dulcimer sounds <laughs> of yoga nidra, divine sleep. I can't stop.
2: Please, I do have a good yoga please, nidra voice. Please deliver all of your yoga classes in that voice.
0: <laughs> Lay down someplace comfortable. Feel your fingers. <laughs> Close your eyes. Notice your head on the pillow. Yeah, don't worry. That is not what I'm teaching. But that's all you're going to hear.
2: Please, please, can you just record that for folks? So that
0: you- <laughs> Do you feel that dull, aching, dark void somewhere in the center of your body? Me too. Up oh, here comes my childhood.
2: <laughs> please, 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 Kate, you have to record a joke, <laughs> yoga nidra.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're drifting away, <laughs> deeply into debt. <sighs> <sighs> If you feel a tickle at the back of your throat, <laughs> begin to worry. <laughs> it's probably nothing. It's allergies. Quick, have a drink of water. There you go. I'll wait.
1: Good. Good. Oh,
0: you've got a pee now, don't you? Get up. Go do it. <laughs> okay, you're back in bed. Good. Good. Now lay down. Is that tickling your throat? <laughs> All right, you can call your you can call your doctor and your pediatrician in the morning. I think they <laughs> I I think you left a half a brownie in the kitchen. Go get it. <laughs> now snuggle back in. Feel your breath. Yep, you just got your period. <laughs> you should have bought those magical underwears. I told you to buy the magical underwears. You wouldn't be in this situation worrying about bleeding through your nice sheets if you had just bought the damn magical underwear. This has been Yoga Nitra <laughs> From Caden East Providence, Riverside.
1: Rest well.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> it's good to laugh again. <laughs>
1: oh. oh my god.
0: Thank God at least you think I'm funny.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Okay, yeah, yeah, so back. anyways. I'm anyways, back. Anyways,
0: <laughs> so uh now is a good time to uh remind you yeah i got no good news except we're gonna do our best to get through this together and whatever whatever you're going through out there i mean it it's normal yeah reach out to somebody reach out to somebody reach out well this has been unrolled oh
2: yes it has been
0: you can uh support us on what's it called is it patreon venmo no or... no, no, no. <laughs> no 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 you can it's... go
2: go to unrollpodcast.com and there's an option to support if you choose to support um with a monthly or a yearly donation then you get access to the archive which right now is the first 100 episodes um and then um the right now we'll we'll keep the episodes up for on the free feed for about six months and then we'll um, we'll shift him over to the archive, um, so you can go back and listen to us talk about things that are probably completely <laughs> irrelevant now. Um, one, one They'll of my, feel quaint. yes, one of my favorite episodes of all time, I believe, uh, is the uh, is just entitled Sake, and uh, oh, I remember. <laughs> so, if you really, if you want a, a good. Uh, <laughs> you want a good laugh, just, just, uh, just, and you're, you're a member of the, of the um, practice space, then go ahead and uh, try to file back to that. (laughs) So good. Um, Okay. Thank you all next week, Saturday or yes, Saturday, the 18th, whatever that is. I don't know if that's actually next week. We will be doing a live podcast through down under yoga via zoom you can um uh us uh, join us live, join us live. And you can talk
0: to us, you can ask us questions you can call us on our bullshit, you can shoot the shit, you can stay muted whatever yes. whatever
2: calls to you <laughs> whatever whatever calls to you we'll we'll make it work okay great okay lovely <laughs> bye bye